Welcome to Traverse Legal Radio, the Tech Lawyer Podcast, a show dedicated to helping entrepreneurs, CEOs, and founders navigate legal issues, grow revenue, and increase their valuation. This podcast is sponsored by the IP and litigation attorneys at Traverse Legal PLC. Visit TraverseLegal.com to learn how Traverse Legal's attorneys are changing the way law is practiced. Now, here's your host, trial attorney Enrico Schaefer. Welcome to the show. Today we have Yair Cohen, who's an internet and social media lawyer based in the UK. He's the author of the book, The Net is Closing, Birth of the E-Police. He's a frequent contributor on a variety of different media outlets, and he's a partner at Cohen Davis Solicitors. And Yair is uh, is definitely up to his eyeballs in GDPR and GDPR clients. He and I have worked together on a variety of different GDPR issues. And I wanted to bring Yair on the phone today and do this podcast because he's got this really interesting view of, of data, big data, and GDPR. So welcome to the show, Yair. Hello, Enrico. Hey, I wanted to uh, get, just kind of recap uh, some of the things you and I have been talking about because I think they're really interesting in terms of the way companies need to think about their data. And since you are so immersed in GDPR and you've got these GDPR issues and clients that you're working with directly from the UK, you've got an interesting perspective. So give our listeners kind of your your big picture view of how they should be looking at data issues in GDPR. GDPR uh, is a scary word, but the, the way the way we look at it, uh, a GDPR is not really about GDPR. GDPR is about giving companies uh, and company directors an opportunity to. Uh, rediscover the business because it forces you to look into every uh, system and every process in the business and if the business is well established then there would be um, a great deal of, uh, of, of, of processes and ways of doing things that management is not really aware of uh, so what GDPR does GDPR is, 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 is forcing us to map the data, understand exactly how things are being done, where data is coming from, where data is going to, uh, you know, when you ask your secretary uh, to, to uh, bring you a, a, a document from, from three, four, five years ago, you don't really care, you know, how she does it. You just want to see the document. What GDPR does, it forces us to really understand what the people on the grounds are actually doing. And by doing this, uh, we can uh, discover uh, uh, what, what risks there might be in the business, how to uh, deal with those sort of risks, what opportunities we have, how can we use data in different ways, in, in safest ways, and of course how we can look into the future uh, doing of things and, and, and develop a business even further using that data. So it's not really about GDPR, it's about business. It's about business development, business rediscovery, um, uh, elimination of risk or, ba- or, 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 or uh, a good balance of risk and benefit. Yeah, it's really interesting, Yair, because 
you know, people are are scared of GDPR and they don't understand compliance and they're they're getting all these different answers off the internet and from their GDPR uh, counsel and consultants about what they need to do. And there's no question that GDPR is a process and it's it's not a one-time event, but most companies do look at it as this burden as this risk. What you are saying is that there's also a lot of opportunity in GDPR compliance and really just understanding your data assets, what they are, where they're located, who has access to them, which then gives you the opportunity to actually leverage that intangible asset or to make that intangible asset tangible, which can help you on any sort of valuation, any sort of exit, and certainly provides you with a a benefit that most companies don't have today, which is actually understanding where the where the data is. Yes, GDPR is forcing us to map the and document our processes all the way down to basics. The marketing team, the IT team, the sales progression team, and within each team to each and every individual, what do they do? How do they do it? How do they communicate and interact with each other? How do they communicate and interact with the rest of the organization, uh, with the rest of the world? And what happens uh, to their work uh, after they've passed it on to the next person or to the next department? It, it's really a, a um, an opportunity to to look at the business um, from above. Yeah, so really, the way I explain it to my clients is, imagine having this asset that's worth all this money in your, in your, in your business, but you don't even know where it's located. You don't even know exactly what it is. And that is the opportunity of doing a deep dive into your, into your data assets and, and documenting them, um, understanding what and where and how and why. And GDPR has thrown data on its head instead of this, especially in the U.S., where our companies here have always thought of data as big data, this great big opportunity where users come onto the web or come into an app or start registering for a website and they click the, the click wrap that says, oh, by the way, the company can do basically whatever it wants with your data. And now they've got this incredible asset that they can, you can, you know, give the data to, to, to affiliates and to, to partners and leverage that data in all si- sorts of ways, which makes your company money. Well, GDPR turns all that on its head because now the data always belongs to the person and that person can shut that data access down from their end, that they can ask for the data to be deleted, they can ask for the data to be given to them, they can ask where all the data lives, and so big data in the U.S. under GDPR is no longer what people anticipated it would be in terms of an asset. So that's the bad news. But the good news is if you're a company that really understands the opportunity here, yes, your rights in the data may be more limited and are coming from the person whose, whose data it is, but, but you can still leverage that data asset as long as you understand where the data is, what your rights are as the company. Is there a business purpose to the data that allows you to use it for other purposes? And then what I think is really going to happen, which is people are going to go back to these users and saying, hey, if you let us or this other third party use your data in this particular way, you're going to get this benefit. 
It's going to, you know, the app's going to understand you better, et cetera. And so it's going to be going back to the person who owns the data and saying, do you want us to use the data for this purpose so that you get this benefit? So help us understand that piece of the puzzle, Yair. The key, I think, is clarity. What we all want to uh, achieve is clarity. So when, when it comes to data, and data could be, could be very unclear, uh, we, we all try to make data clear. So you put it on spreadsheets, you put it on here, you put it on there. Uh, but what technology allows us to do uh, is, is, is almost magically uh, create uh, maps of data and, and, uh, and data location and data usage and, and have a look at it and, and achieve this, this, this um, um, feeling of clarity that we know exactly what we have and, and what information we, we, we possess and start evaluating the, um, the, the information and the benefits of the information. It might be some rubbish that we don't even want so we can then just get rid of it, uh, but, but there, there might be some, some information uh, or some processes that we are not even aware that we have. Uh, and what uh, GDPR does, if you do the data mapping correctly, you achieve this sense of clarity and you see exactly what you have and then you can say, okay, you know, let's work out how we're going to use uh, this particular data in a way that will uh, help help our organization uh, to 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 move to the next level. That that that's what it's all about. It's about it's about. Uh, doing things in a systematic way. It's about understanding what we have, understanding what we do. Uh, it's really an opportunity to rediscover the whole process, the whole, the whole organization, the whole uh, ways of doing things. And only then, but only then, can we start thinking about uh, the next level. Because if, if, if you don't know what you have, or if you don't have complete clarity about, 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 about your possession, um, it becomes very difficult to think about the next stage. It becomes very difficult to think about uh, what am I going to do with it? How, how can I uh, monetize it? How can I, um, um, I don't know, use it in all sorts of ways? Uh, the, you know what? I tell you what, Enrico. It might be that after mapping data, um, you will think, oh, you know, actually, there's another way I can use this data. I can do something completely different with it, which I didn't really think about before. Um, and and, and, and I, th- I think clarity is the is the key to all this. Yeah, until you can see it, until you get through that first piece of the, of the puzzle, which is yeah. to map it and to go through what we have traditionally thought of as GDPR compliance, where someone literally comes into your organization, interviews all the people, looks at where all the data is stored, understandings how that data is being used, and, and kind of maps all that out. But really, the next step is the more important step. And I, I've heard you use the word process a couple dozen times already in this interview, and that's really the key. It's it's like getting, mapping the data is just step one. The opportunity piece comes from then building a business model on top of that mapping mm-hmm. and rethinking your business model on top of what you now can see as, a, as an asset. And that's what GDPR hoped to accomplish is to get companies to rethink their business. Mm-hmm. 
the business of data, and that's really where the opportunity is. So as you're working with your clients that year and you get through this first piece of understanding where the data lives, talk a little bit about now what that, how that translates into potentially a new business process, into a new business opportunity. Okay. Uh, first, it means that uh, you could save um, a great deal of, uh, of, of, of money or, or different stages or different different uh, uh, levels of possession of the data because uh, suddenly you understand that the data doesn't necessarily need to go through five or six uh, different stages uh, before it could be used. Uh, actually thinking, you know, I, I don't really need step three, four, and five. I, I, can, I can refine step one and two and get access to the data much quicker and, and, and be in a much more uh, uh, cost-effective Way. Now, once you've done that, then uh, instead of instead of uh, uh, concentrating your 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 efforts and, and your resources on on the process itself, you can reallocate the resources into uh, redeveloping the way you're going to be doing things uh, with the data. Yeah, that's, that's, that is the key. And every business is different. Every business opportunities could be different. But understanding where the data lives then will, will help you get to the next point. One of the fascinating things I think about, you know, true GDPR compliance as opposed to GDPR risk reduction where people change their privacy agreement and their, their kind of their, their superficial, um, um, compliance where they're, they're appearing to comply. When people actually do the compliance, that's a much bigger project. That's not a, a single event. That's not a month-long effort. That's a, not only a, a substantial quarterly or, you know, or, or maybe two-quarter effort, but then it's a continual effort. So talk a little bit about how a, one of these projects really should roll out for, a, say, a, a 20 or, or 50 million or 100 million uh, gross revenue company that's really serious about GDP. PR, how, how, how do you go about doing the compliance piece and then the next piece of understanding the opportunity? The, the first stage uh, is going in and start uh, mapping the data. So we will be mapping the data by, by first understanding the organization. So we're going to be speaking to key people in the organization, but we're also going to probably be speaking to the cleaner and, and the coffee maker and all sorts of other people in the organization who, who, who might be able to, or have, in fact, they're quite likely to, to be able to, to give us information that otherwise you would never have an opportunity to learn. Um, and, and, and once we do that, then we create um, a, a colorful map, uh, and uh, that map will tell us precisely where things are. Now, we need to know where things are, because later on, where, um, uh, say, uh, individuals in, in, in the United States, in, in, in most states, individuals will soon be able to, to have uh, a better access to the data. When someone uh, uh, approaches a bank and say, uh, you know, I would like to 
to have a copy of all the data that you hold on me. And if the bank is obliged to provide this, this individual with the data, where, where are they going to find it? It's probably sitting in all different places, all different branches, all different departments, all different uh, files. So, 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 so what we do, we, we, we create an easily managed process, whereas by, cl- by click of a button, uh, the, the person in charge of, 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 of compliance within the organization will be able to uh, uh, point out to all the different locations where the data um, is being stored. Now, once we've done that, we might be able then to say, you know, there is data here in five, six, ten different places. We don't really need that. We only need the data to be uh, sitting in two different places. Say, say in case of a bank, so you had an application for a mortgage, or you had a loan, or you had a, a person in a business, or whatever it is, we can start we can start looking at the data and say, you know, some of it is too old, some of it is, is, is inaccurate, some of it, um, our marketing department has been spending a lot of money um, uh, sending uh, all sorts of uh, marketing material to an old address, you know, it doesn't really exist any longer. Um, so, 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 so this is the starting point. And once we do that, then we sit with the management, we produce the reports. The reports will first highlight the state of affairs. So the reports will not necessarily talk about data or about GDPR. The reports will talk about the processes, about the way things are being done. And we will highlight all those risks, all those financial risks, process-related uh, risks, uh, things that are happening within the organizations, the disaster waiting to happen that... Um, um, just, 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 just waiting to be discovered, and we will highlight all those all those uh, uh, issues, and and that will be uh, the second stage. We will also produce uh, a report uh, just for the chief executive uh, officer or, or to the board um, of the organization to highlight uh, other risks that, that that needs to be addressed as a matter of urgency. Perhaps they are to do with certain individuals in the organizations who who possess uh, who have access to too much data, or, or there is a risk that they might be misusing the data. So, so once we map the data and then we produce all those reports, so we know where everything is. Uh, the next stage is to sit down and say, okay, how are we going to first fix what we have? How are we going to make it better? And now you start looking at the organization as a whole. You start looking at uh, other compliance issues, uh, whether it's financial compliance or legal compliance or, or, or whatever it might be. And everything becomes so much easier because you already uh, understand the, the data flow. And if you understand the data flow, it becomes so much easier uh, for, 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 say, a financial organization, for a bank, to comply with financial regulations. So suddenly financial regulations becomes really easy. Now, once we uh, pass through this stage, uh, the the business can start look, lo- looking at, 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 at itself effectively in the mirror and say, look, you know, we're actually looking good and there are all those different opportunities for us. Uh, we, we, we look handsome, uh, we got rid of all the fat, uh, we do things in a smart way, we increase the efficiency because we introduced all those all those tools you know previously we had five or six different
different programs, computer programs uh, for doing things. Now we only have two and they all talk to each other. Um, and, and, and the organization suddenly feels really slim uh, and, 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 and ready uh, to go, to, go uh, to the next stage. And that sort of organization is, is very likely to attract other similar organizations who are looking for, for a slim, handsome, healthy, wealthy uh, uh, company um, to do business with, perhaps to acquire, perhaps to develop uh, new products and new processes. And this is how it goes. But, but again, the, the, the process has to start with the discovery. I see. Yeah, it really makes a lot of sense here. And I know you and I have started to work on some things together for for our U.S. based clients who have who have uh, you know business in in the EU. And I really love the way that you approach GDPR, and it, it really turns it on its head from something that's a burden, from something that's scary to you know to something that's much more understandable to a company, which is this is just good business. You know, and you know, this is the future, and and you really need to not only do this, you should be embracing it. You know, you know, Enrico, you and I, we, we have we have a number of things in common, but but one of them is is we both like uh, to look at uh, multi benefits. So so whenever we do something, um, we would like to see more than one benefit coming out of it. So I would like my clients to go and spend a, a lot of money on compliance with GDPR, and and and, and all they get in return is a is a is, is a few spreadsheets and, and instructions to get people to tick this, this box or that box. I want my clients to put the resources in GDPR compliance, but in return, they get a fully uh, a compliant organization, but loads of other benefits too. So they will, they will uh, get, uh, they will become slimmer, they will save uh, uh, money, they will become more efficient, they will become more attractive, um, they will uh, become more compliant with any other uh, regulations, whether it's money laundering, whatever it might be. So so we don't want to look, we don't want our clients to look at GDPR as a one-off thing. That's GDP, GDPR and that's it. We want a client to look at GDPR as you introduced uh, the, the, the topic at the beginning of, of, of this program as an opportunity. It's not about GDPR. It's about data. It's about processes. It's about, it's about the much, much bigger thing than just uh, uh, filling out a few forms and, and um, you know, putting a few spreadsheets together. Yeah, that's great. So this has been a great podcast today. Yair Cohen from Cohen Davis Solicitors in the UK, talking about data, talking about GDPR, and turning uh, turning GDPR on its head. That's it for today's show. We'll see you next time, and have a great holiday. You've been listening to the Tech Lawyer Podcast, sponsored by Traverse Legal PLC, a law firm representing clients like you on matters just like yours. You can find the Tech Lawyer Podcast on most podcast listening platforms, including your home devices. Until next time, remember that good attorneys win for their clients. Great attorneys tell you up front how they're going to do it and how much it will cost. 